For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. y'all like i've been saying for a long time welcome 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 you're now rocking with the sports coma with big q and the guys but we have intense entertaining educating and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam shout out to the fam please feel free to do me a service hit the like button hit the subscribe button if you're not a subscriber join the channel join the team subscribe hit the subscribe button feel free to also share the show on social media along with our great family members at the saints groups as well as on your social media feed. It helps us out. Also hit the notification bell and join our email list. For those who are not getting the emails, please feel free to join our email list. We will be using that email list to reach out with, with a, a contest we'll be doing coming up in the football season where we'll be giving free good giveaways and stuff like that. 
We'll be doing that from our email list. So if you guys sign up for the email list now, well, you know, that'll be a big thing. Also, probably with the Fantasy League, we'll be doing the Fantasy League this year. That'll be introduced through the email list. All of that stuff is through the email list. So join it now so you don't have to draw it later. Links are in the chat and in the description section below. Now, this one, getting into this one, and shout out to the fam. Thank you all for being here. Uh, crucial contributors, five players that's vital to the 2023 team's performance. Five players vital to the 2023 team's performance now you know i can do a tenor but i think uh i think five players should work versus you know spanning the show out to do 10 i i want to keep it at a certain length and what i mean by vital you know be looking at key contributors and i guess you could say you could put Derek carr up there you could put michael thomas up there but what i'm aiming at is free agents or people you know free agent types that's coming to the team uh, making their way here and to see, you know, what role will these guys play? You know, so let's just say the new free agents and, uh, you know, I guess unknown guy, I guess I can throw an unknown guy in there he, who's not a free agent, but is a guy that we're expecting to step up that fits, you know, right outside of that category. So let I'll tell you what we're going to do. Let's jump right off into it, man. We're going to start off with number one. This is Jamal Williams, right? Jamal Williams will be the guy that starts the broadcast off for us because this is a this is a big part of the Saints success model. When they went able, when they just were able to go out and sign Jamal Williams over from the, the Detroit Lions, that was huge for them to end up picking this guy up. All the rushing touchdowns, 17 of them he had last year, six feet, 220-something pounds. The guy is serious, right? He can start for other teams right now. He's a very good, I mean, listen, when the season is over, we're going to talk about big free agents that came to this team and what had that had a serious impact. And Jamal Williams is going to be on that list. I mean, with Elvin Kamara, finally his court stuff is adding in. We still have to wait for the NFL to, to handle out punishment to Elvin Kamara and we're anticipating anywhere between four to six games no more than eight games but you never know with Roger Goodell but the Saints are in great hands with Jamal Williams getting him here and of course you could draw Kendra Miller Saints have a damn good running back room this season but getting Jamal Williams there and the potential of putting him together with a guy like Elvin Kamara that is like a tandem that you know that you would see on Madden or something like that both of these guys are at their prime they're realizing their full football potential and Elvin 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 Kamara and Jamal Williams together will be a phenomenal match but Jamal Williams really big for what the Saints are going to do with him this year Elvin Kamara finally do his time because he's going to be suspended it's just only a matter of time I know I'm expecting the issue to happen between now and the start of the season and the punishment to be anywhere between four to six games, regardless of whatever the situation is, Jamal Williams will fit in well for the black and gold. He can be able to do a lot of the inside outside running. He also catches the ball out the backfield, not as well as an Elva Kamara type, but very good. This guy is a very good running back. The Saints did a phenomenal job of getting him here. It was a surprise to me to see Jamal Williams then reaching and going, get him. I got to give him all the credit because that was a tremendous, excellent signing that the Saints did. Love it. 
And of course, the drafting of Kendra Miller with the third round pick out of TCU. He fortifies the top three running backs that we have. And two of the three are north south runners, if you want to term them that. But they have some speed and elusibility to them. They are power runners and they are thumpers that gain strength as the game goes on. These defenses get tired of tackling, tackling Jamal Williams or trying to tackle Kendra Miller. They'll get tired of that. So Jamal Williams to me. Big move right here. He's the number one of the top guys you're bringing in here. He will have a, a lot of uh, uh, impact on the Saints running back room and uh, coming in and helping the team to get it. And where you would really see Jamal Williams thrive is in the red zone, where he just has an uncanny gift of getting into the end zone. So those times where you see guys get stuffed and all that kind of stuff. Jamal Williams, I was watching with the Detroit Lions last year, how he was able to, because he got quite a few of him, them 17 rushing touchdowns in the red zone. He has a great ability to, he looks like he's going to hit this hole. Then he shifts to the left, hits another hole, great vision. So he gets in a lot of those he got in standing up. So I'm anticipating a similar situation with the Saints, because I think the Saints O-line, no disrespect to our Detroit Lion family members, but I think the Saints O-line is a little bit better than what we seen in Detroit. So you should hear some, see some success from Jamal Williams early on because I'm anticipating the Saints to kind of lean on a rushing attack the first month of the season as we kind of figure out what we're doing with the passing game because you can't go wrong with the run. And the Saints have power guys. They got to get the power run game on. So Jamal Williams, man, is going to have a good season for the Saints, man. I can't wait to see that. Next on the list, we got Mr. Biggs Saunders, as uh, Cam called him. Cam said he called him Kale and he got mad. <laughs> but Big Saunders, Biggs Saunders is a dude that we like a lot. Six feet, 330 pounds. Doesn't move like a six feet, 330 pound human. He's a lot. Just his feet uh, are fast. He's just a marvel. And the guy is, is awesome, man. You know, the question a lot of people was asking is, can Kalen Saunders, Biggs, Biggs Saunders, come here and fulfill a full-time role as a nose tackle for the Saints. And you look at the tape of what he did in Kansas City, and the Kansas City Chief family members out there love this guy. They love how he plays. He's a football player. So having Kalen Saunders here to fortify the Saints' interior defensive line, I think he'll be quite successful. This is another solid signing. Remember with David Onyemata and Shai Tuttle's, uh, ended up hitting the street. They signed Kalen Saunders and Nate Shepard within hours. You know, I don't even think it was 24 hours before they had these guys in there. So they knew the Saints knew that they were going to move on from these guys and get them on the body here. They were terrible last year uh, in, in, in the interior. And they bring in some guys that are high motor guys that fight for every inch of the field, every possession, every time the ball is snapped there and they're in that fighting. They're in there grinding, trying to make something happen. And that's what both Elsa Kaelin Saunders and Nate Shepard do. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is the source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. But like I said, Kalen Saunders, he is he's undersized at that position. But and you watch the tape and never stopped him. He's not undersized with his strength, his technique, 
He's a very sturdy defensive tackle, and I believe that we haven't seen the best of this kid. We haven't seen the best of him. He's only 26 years of age. We had not seen the best of him. So I think the Saints know what they're doing with the Kalen Saunders move, getting the nose tackle that can not only stuff the run, but he also provides a pass rush. And to have a guy like him and Nate Shepard, they do both the same things, where they can able to push the pocket from inside, which is one of the most uncomfortable, I would say the most uncomfortable thing that you, you can do to an opposing quarterback is for your interior defensive lineman to push the pocket from the from inside, from the internal, which flushes the quarterback out to our ends, which will kind of ratchet up our sack total a bit, forcing the, the quarterbacks out. We just hope we have the containment there to get to them and wrap them up and make the play. But but Kalen Saunders is a guy that will make will make so much improvement on the Saints interior defensive line. Uh, he's going to be big for us this year. Uh, he did some good things for Kansas City, and we're looking forward to Big Saunders uh, joining the black and gold, interiorly speaking, and really elevating the play there because that was the thing that was missing last year. It allowed uh, when when David Onyemata and Shai Tuttle, when the interior defensive line broke down, offensive linemen and everybody else was able to get to the second level and block out Pete Werner, block out Demario Davis, and that's how they were able to gain extra yards. Order for, and everybody knows this that knows how the defense work, that if you weren't running that modified nickel, which is what the Saints pretty much run a lot of, 95% of the time they're out there running the modified nickel, and you only have two linebackers that is tasked with covering a lot of the field, then those guys cannot be affected by offensive linemen that are leaking out from the interior defensive tackles that's supposed to be providing a a rush are supposed to be absorbing multiple blockers. It's five against four. They're five offensive linemen against our four defensive linemen. Somebody has to command a double team. And if guys are not commanding double teams, then guys can leak out, get to the second level, block out our linebackers and have success, get their running backs up to that second level or more. So Kalen Saunders, Nate Shepard and others are tasked with stopping that not only providing rush stuffing acumen, but also bringing a pass rush or a pocket pushing presence. Try saying that five times in a row uh, for the Saints interior defensive line. So we're looking forward to see that. So Kalen Saunders, next man. All right, let's move on to our third guy. Who else could it be except for Foster Moreau? Now, Foster Moreau is from New Orleans. You know, he's, he's a guy that's a New Orleans guy. He went to LSU. Ultimately, he got drafted in the NFL for the Raiders. And guess what? Foster Monroe is back home. And I'm really happy that Foster decided to come back home. He's a fighter. He fought off cancer. And when you got a guy like that, that's an inspiration to our cancer survivors and our people out there who really understand how, how really reckless and evil cancer is and how it's tearing our people up, for him to survive and go through that and announce that he is, you know, he clear and gain his career and not let it rob from him. That guy there is a inspiration to people everywhere. So Fossa Monroe is not only just an inspiration from that perspective, but he's also a productive guy that can come in. Now he's not crazy. He didn't give you Darren Waller type, you know, you know, production, but he is a solid tight end. He's six, four, 250 pounds. He has soft hands. He blocks and he could be a red zone weapon for you. He's not slowing slotting. You know, he's not a slow sliding type tight end. He's very, he's not Jawan Johnson, but he's a, he's an athletic guy that knows how to get around the field. He's big and broad. So he can show, he can be able to 
show his hands and make catches, you know, and he can be counted on. And this is a positive because when any new quarterback you bring to the team, you bring in a guy here uh, like a car type and you will want the quarterback to have a safety blanket like a tight end. So he has Juwan Johnson, who's a versatile guy. He's a former wide receiver that became a tight end. And then you have more of a tight end type in Foster Moreau. And then you have Taysom Hill, who just is a utility man. So the Saints have the most diverse tight end room if you keep three. Then outside of that three, you got Jesse James, you have a Lucas Crawl, stuff like that. So, but Foster Moreau, very special. He comes home. He's dawning. He's going to be dawning the black and gold this year. He played with Derek Carr when he was with the Raiders. So that's the familiarity there. Foster knows what Derek Carr wants to do. And, and uh, Derek Carr knows what Foster Monroe could do. He knows him. So he can be relied upon if he feel like he needs to throw the ball to somebody or whatnot. If it's not Michael Thomas or whatever, he can find Foster Monroe and be able to make the completion. And then Foster Monroe will help you in the red zone as well. So, this is a plus and bonus. So Jawan Johnson, Foster Monroe, we can see two tight end sets. We can see some stuff going on between the two, and the Saints simply have to use the imagination to get those three guys going on the field. You can see three tight end sets lined up once again for the Saints. That'll be so cool to see that implemented once again for the Saints. But Foster Monroe's big, man. Having him to come home uh, and play with Carr, who is the guy there, I'm expecting some good things from Foster Monroe. In the building, I'm not expecting to tear it up and have 40 catches this year or nothing like that because you know, Jawan Johnson's the guy. If anybody's going to have 40 something catches at the tight end, 40 to 50 catches from the tight end position, more than likely it's going to be Jawan Johnson, barring injury. But Foster Monroe can get in there and get 30, you know, 30 something catches, uh, maybe a handful of touchdowns, three or four, you know, two or three touchdowns in that thing as well. But and you never know, you'll see how this all works and, and goes. but Derek Carr has a safety blanket that he knows outside of a Jawan Johnson, the guy that actually played with before he came here with Foster Monroe, which is a smart move by the Saints. It's a win all the way around in my book when you bring him here. All right, so we go on now to the draft pick now. All right, first round draft pick, Brian Breesey, who comes here out of Clemson, 6'5", 300 plus pounds. And guess what? He is healthy. We played the interview. We played it when people ask him how he feels. He says, are you healthy? I am healthy. You know, and Brian Breesey, I don't know if he starts right away because it depends on him and, you know, Kale and Saunders. That will be the guy that you not, excuse me, not Kale and Saunders, uh, Nate Shepard. Yeah. It'd be between him and Nate Shepard that you ultimately could have a starting interior defensive tackle position of Kale and Saunders and Brian Breesey. You won't talk about two humans who will have nonstop motors will be hell, rain hell on the interior inside line, uh, inside offensive lineman will be these guys. And then Nate Shepard rotates in with Malcolm Roach and passing yo and whoever else they decide to bring in here. Watch out for Jaron Cage. We did a show about that. So it'll be interesting, intriguing all at the same time to see this is a first round draft pick. A lot of people didn't want to draft Brian Breesey because of his past injury situation because the Saints Family members have had enough of guys that we drafted and they hurt Davenport and there have been others. They drafted Davenport hurt because right after they drafted him, he had his surgery on his hand and he'd been, you know, he was terrible all the way. Hang on, see, he was terrible all the way through, but these injuries really stifled his development. Family members lost faith in him. And last year is just a half a sack on a year. And it was just, it was just egregious. So anyway, Breesey's coming in. The Saints retool, redo, re situate their entire interior defensive line, which means they looked at the statistics. More importantly, 
They looked at the film and said, damn, we awful up the middle. Now that these guys are free agents, let's get the, get them the hell up out of here. And let's focus on right now in retooling our def- interior defensive line. Let's add a future stalwart in Brian Brees, a guy that can not only push the pocket from the interior, but he also can dis- defend against the run. He's versatile enough where we can line him up as an edge guy, too. We can stun him if we need to stun him. So the Saints have versatility there as well. And Brian Breesy is, is is talented. His only issue is he had some injury stuff. He appears to have worked his way through it. We just need to keep getting him stronger, keep him healthy, and watch what happens. So does he start right away? Well, it'll be between him and Kellen Saunders, uh, you know, that we're looking to start. But his maybe his main opposition is uh, Nate Shepard is who I'm looking at. So maybe Nate Shepard starts off first, and then Brian Brees is a part of the rotation initially. But eventually, you want to see Brian Brees take the job as the guy next to Kellen Saunders. You know, you you might want to see that. So anyway, those that's them. And then, of course, now this guy, the next guy is not a free agent like a Jamal Williams or a Kalen Sonder or a Foster Monroe or a draft pick like Brian Breesey. He's actually a player. I'm going to give you these two guys. I guess I can like throw two more names in at the um, position of impact players that's coming on to the team. But I kind of switch gears right here. Let's switch gears. And let's just talk about two because I don't want the stream to run too long. Let's talk about two more guys that can help the Saints defensively speaking. So we covered the offense. We had one, two guys from offense, two guys from defense. We're going to finish out with two guys on the defense that's on the defense right now. And these two guys really need to step their games up for the Saints to really step up, show up and have a uh, awesome year. And we're going to start with this guy right here, Carl Granderson. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience. Just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Now, a lot of people know that Carl Granderson can play football. We knew Carl Granderson could play football. We knew that because when the Saints went after Carl Granderson, uh, when he came out of, uh, when he came out of, uh, what was it, Grand Valley State? Oh, no, Wyoming. I'm sorry. When, yeah, that is Wyoming. You know, the Saints were interested in him. He could play football. There was the jail situation that had that happened with Carl Granderson. And the Saints stood by Carl Grandison. He was eventually cleared of all charges. And guess what? Carl Grandison, there was nothing more to be said about him as we as he went on. He became a model citizen. Everything worked out perfectly for Carl Granderson. Uh, and he's been a guy that's been fighting. He's been working his tail off. And look where he's gotten to. Carl Granderson is the starting defensive end currently. Of course, we have to go through 
the competition and figure out who makes it through to get to the next level so that they can be uh, added, you know, so they can have that, that, that opposite end position next to uh, uh, Cam Jordan. But Carl Granderson is stating his case. He really is. Carl Granderson is stating his case. He had five and a half sacks last year versus Davenport, who was a starter who had a half a sack. And he's been productive during his time with the Saints. The only issue with Carl Granderson is, and the question is, can he do this consistently? It's the same question people were asking about Kaelin Saunders or big Nate Shepard. They were saying the same thing. Can this dude, if we make him the starter, can he continue this type of, of uh, pro- production? Can his productivity stay up as a starter? If we give him more reps, can he do this consistently? Can he consistently rush the pass rusher? Can he defend against the run? Can he set the can he set the, the the end? Could he set the end position? Could he set the edges so guys don't run around him? You know, can he improve as a run defender? You know, and Carl Granderson does, he holds his own, but he would have to improve at both levels to make it there at a full-time starter. Is Carl Granderson ready for that? That's the question people are asking, and that's the question I'm asking. Is Carl Granderson ready for a larger role for the Saints? And are the Saints willing to give Carl Granderson an opportunity to be a full-time starter? Traditional football logic says that this, the team wants to make his curls undrafted. The team wants the guy that they drafted with the first round draft pick to be the guy that is the starter, you know, to occupy that position because of the weight of a first round draft pick, what it costs. And plus the the blame you get if when those picks don't work out, like what happened with Davenport. So you got other guys that are on the team that's behind them, like a Peyton Turner. And we talk about Peyton Turner, Isaiah Foskey. Those are the guys that's pushing the position. But realistically speaking, it's between Carl Grandison and Peyton Turner. Unless Isaiah Foskey blows it up and just, you know, just tears it apart, then you have to consider the competition between Peyton Turner and Carl Granderson for the opposite edge position to camp. So which will it be the state, the stability that Carl Granderson brings, but the questions about, can he can, you know, keep his productivity up? Could he set the edge? Could he rush the passer consistently? Could he not get ran? You know, guys, you get ran on and could he stop that from happening? Could, you know, cause Carl is very athletic. He can pursue guys down the line of scrimmage and keep those quarterbacks in check. He could do that, but as a starter. So I like Granderson. I think Granderson could be, looking for greener pastures or higher pastures, but traditional football information or traditional football thought process is I want my first round draft pick to be the starter because of the weight of a first round pick, which is Peyton Turner. Now Peyton Turner is a guy that most people look at and we say, okay, is Peyton Turner ready for the next step up? And what's been keeping him? Well, we ain't got no choice, but to think about this fam, because the reality is Peyton, even though Peyton Turner, is a guy that uh, we drafted several years ago. He's been in the NFL for three years now. He was supposed to be the guy to be re- either one or two things, the replacement for Cam Jordan or the replacement for Davenport. Now, right now, what ended up happening was he turned into the replacement for Davenport. He's a former first-round draft pick. The Saints took three years ago late in the back end of the draft. He has not really done that much as a player for the Saints. He's done a few things here or there, but the issue with Carl, uh, with uh, Peyton Turner is the fact that he can't remain healthy. So he would have to shake off all of that because he has the, the physical skill. He has the athleticism. He has the strength. 
He has the, the ferocity. He's very quick, very athletic. The only thing about him is he has not been able to stay healthy enough to contribute consistently. He's the anti-Carl Granderson. That's exactly what he is because he got all the stuff. He got the athleticism. He has the strength. He has everything that you will want a defensive end to have, except for the fact that he is not available. He doesn't have the availability. He is the anti-Carl Granderson. So really, truthfully speaking, unless Isaiah Foskey I look at as a futuristic option, but really, from a standpoint, it's really between Peyton Turner and Carl Granderson for the spot at the, at the other end position. Between these two men, this will be probably one of the fiercest competitions outside of what's going on with the Alante Taylor and, uh, and Paulson the Debo battle. You know, and there are a couple other battles that will be going on, too, uh, going into the camp. But the reality is this, to me, is number one ranked because this has a starting position on, and ain't too many of them up for grabs, but the Carl, Carl Granderson and the Peyton Turner uh, battle would determine who would be the new starting defensive end outside of camp. Both guys are competent, but the question is, can Carl do it full time? And the question is, can Peyton Turner stay healthy so he could do it full time? A lot of stuff twisting and turning in that regard. And that's just, just how it goes. And then, of course, this is the final one I want to throw y'all, throw at y'all. And this is Tyron Matthew. Remember, and Tyron Matthew, man. Uh, struggled early on in the season to kind of figure out what they were doing. I, I was anticipating because Tyron Matthews really smart. I was anticipating him um, having one of those seasons where he just comes in and gets it right away. He didn't get it right away. It took him damn near half the season before things started really clicking and for him to see because you could see he was hesitant on making plays and tackles. He was looking at certain things, didn't work. He dropped a couple of interceptions that he should have had. But the reality is, once the light went on toward the back end of the season, we've seen Tyron Matthew kind of became what we expected him to be. Now that he has a full season in that Dennis Allen defense, what does he look like going ahead in this upcoming 2023? I'm expecting the Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, not him going back to his cheat days or nothing like that, but I'm anticipating Tyron Matthew to have a very solid year for the Saints this upcoming year. I really am because he had an opportunity to sit back there, figure out what they wanted to do. Now, granted, the Saints did have, add some more defensive coaches. They got a brand-new secondary coach, and Marcus Robinson, he's a former safety that played in the league. He's now operating as a secondary coach. And Joe Woods, who's the new defensive coordinator, is his forte for the Saints, uh, or not, you know, defense period, his forte for the defense is in the secondary. So you got Coach Robinson, who will operate I think the safeties and Joe Woods would be teaching the cornerback. So you got to have the defensive coordinator and the secondary coach. They're doing that. But to my knowledge and what I've been told is that a lot of people saying that the philosophy of the defense will not change. These guys are bringing it being brought into the fold to reinforce what was already there. Now they are supposed to add their takes to it, but in the end, not a great change is going to happen with the addition of Joe Woods and Marcus Robinson in, in terms of implementation of the system that the Saints are using. It's still Dennis Allen's concepts that other people are coming in to help them run more efficiently. So Tyron Matthew expected some really big step-ups from him on the back end of the defense. Interception should be up as well. And it's going to be fun watching this type of stuff happen. And also 
Marcus May has his DUI situation. It's going to happen. They're going to name his DUI. And when they give him his suspension, ultimately it'd be for two or three games, whatever the case may be. Perhaps we'll see Jonathan Abram. Perhaps we'll see Lonnie Johnson Jr. Perhaps we'll see uh, Jordan Howden, the rookie, you know, safety from out of Minnesota that can come in. You might see him because I think he's the future of the safety position. So brief recap. Are we talking about in this stream guys or teams that can have serious impact to the Saints coming into the season for them to have success? These guys have to show up, man, in a major way. Jamal Williams will be taking over for Elvin Kamara from his four to six game suspension. Uh, while he's out, Jamal Williams will be the guy that's handling the running back duties. I feel comfortable in Jamal Williams, the Saints offensive line is going to be fine. And it's going to be cool watching him run the football and do all the stuff that's related. It's going to be even more excellent when Kamara comes back and then you have Kamara on a short year. He's going to be ready to go. You're going to have Jamal Williams already twisting and turning. It's going to be phenomenal, to be honest with you. And then, of course, the next guy that we had up on there, Keelan Saunders. Big Saunders is a guy brought in to be your new nose tackle. Six feet, 330 pounds. And it was cool that Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis said, you know, what? we need a big physical guy in there. That's going to come in and and, and uh, push people around. He's going to pursue ball carriers down the line of scrimmage. Uh, he's athletic. And Kalen Saunders was one of those guys. When the Saints signed him, we, they did, we didn't have any idea that they were going to do that. And not only did they pinpoint that these guys were the right ones, we talk about Kalen Saunders and Nate Shepard, they actually went and signed him. I think Saunders was assigned after Shepard, but they weren't too far apart when they got both of these guys signed, man. They weren't too far apart, and just like that, the Saints brought in two people that can really help them. So Big Saunders, we're anticipating him being our nose tackle, and, man, it's going to be fun watching him. But, yes, Saunders and Shepard, these two gentlemen will have to be able to uh, bring back uh, that serious run stuffing and a pocket-pushing presence that the Saints defense thrives on. We should see that. He's going to be big and instrumental for them. Foster Moreau is another dude from here. He went to LSU and now he's back in, you know, he's back home. It's cool him with the clearing his cancer and getting through that. And of course, he's a familiar uh, wide receiver or tight end rather, who's familiar with the tendencies of our new $150 million quarterback, Derek Carr. He can be a security blanket until him and Jawan Johnson mesh on whatever they need to do from the tight end position of Michael Thomas mesh. He has guys that can, he, that he's familiar with that he can lean on until he develops larger trust with other players, you know, outside the ones he played with from last year. So Foster Monroe, man, he could be a solid contributor to what's going on with Jamon Johnson. Right now he's, he's slated as the second tight end in the depth chart, and we can know there'll be times when the Saints use two tight end sets. Hell, they could use three tight end sets. Foster Monroe gives them that option. So that is cool as well. Brian Breesey, first-round draft pick for the black and gold this year. Comes into the fold, very active, very violent. Very, this is another one of these pocket-pushing presences that the Saints bring into the defense and not only stop you from running, but also provides an element of pushing pockets. So they got three guys that can do that, and Sanders, Shepard, and Breesey, our first-round draft pick. The only question is, does Breesey beat out Shepard for the other tackle position sitting next to the nose tackle, Kalen Saunders? or vice versa. How do you guys see that? Because that'll be cool. Brian Breesey could be one of these guys that help out right away. We're not asking him to do a lot. Just come in there, be a part of the rotation, and just get some reps and be productive. Just do You don't have to do too much. Just play within the flow of the game. Play within your flow and do what you do. You don't do too much. So 
Brian Breeson, man, what could be one of these rookies early on that having it can have an impact with the Saints early. And then we kind of flash from the free agents and the draft picks to guys that are already on the team, like a guy like Carl Granderson. Is Carl Granderson? The question is, is Carl Granderson ready for the next step? Carl Granderson has been a model citizen since he's been here after he got through all the legal stuff at Wyoming. And now he's just been focused on playing football. He's gotten better every year, and he's in his fifth year with the Saints. Believe that or not, it's been five years since Granderson's been on this team. So he has an opportunity to not only show the the Saints, but the NFL as well, is that, hey, I'm 6'5", I'm 260-plus pounds. I'm ready for a starting job here. My name is Carl Granderson. Let's get this work. Five and a half sacks last year for the Saints as a backup player. Outdid Davenport's production. But is Girl, Carl Granderson ready for a full-time job with the Saints? Is he is he ready? Because he will have to fight guys like Peyton Turner, who has the first-round draft pick grade, been in the NFL now for three years. Peyton Turner is healthy currently. Peyton Turner is healthy currently. Peyton Turner is healthy currently. So Peyton Turner coming into the training camp, healthy. Him and Carl Granderson will have a, ba- a battle for that in position outside of camp. And tradition, like I said before, traditional football thought is my first round draft pick should be starting next to my other first round draft pick or across the way from my, you know, on opposite side. You got Cam first round. Now you got Peyton Turner three years in. If he's healthy, he needs to show the Saints what he can do. Or Carl Grandison would definitely keep that job. So that and of course, another throw in. I just threw this in as a bonus. Tyron Matthew and his addition and how we expecting a lot, a lot more. Uh, playmaking from Tyron Matthew in the second year. He had an opportunity to absorb all what he did last year for the Saints. He looked a little, you know, sketchy early on, but as the middle of the season approached into the late season, he got a, a, a grab on what he needed to do in the Saints defense. I'm expecting him to have a, a big year in 2023 in the secondary for the Saints. Back there with the safeties, Marcus May and those guys. So it's going to be cool watching Tyron Matthew not only make plays for the Saints in the secondary, but also school young Jordan Howden and get him game gamed up for that as well. So anyway, what do you guys think, man? Y'all tell me what you think about uh, players that will be vital to the team's performances coming in. Of course, we could talk about Carr. That's easy to talk about Michael Thomas and Derek Carr and stuff like that. But how and Will Lutz, I've made mention of him before, but what about some of these other guys that the Saints are bringing in and some of the guys that were backups that's looking for larger roles? How about some of those guys? How do y'all like my calls or do you have calls of your own, man? Y'all put them in the description section and let me know. With that being said, fam, that's going to do it for this one. Uh, feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe and the share buttons, man. Share the stream on your social media feed. Join the email list. Check out whodaddaily.com. We just... Signed up several writers that are doing an excellent job. They're putting out articles and writing. So support them as well as we keep it going. Got a lot of stuff that's that's uh, kicking up and rolling as we get ready for the Saints season. Uh, PRO Media Network, the WhoDadDaily.com, Pro TV. We up in this thing, man. We making moves. So with that being said, I'm going to get out on that. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all. And who that? Yeah. Like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that.
Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. TheWhoThatDaily.com That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics. 
like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 Film Collection. Just log in with your Cricut username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricutWireless.com for details.